Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Off the Crutch. It has been almost a year since I've put out a podcast episode. My last podcast episode was back in January, where I talked about Able Accounts with my friend Heather Benavides. I haven't put out another episode since. I want to assure everybody, in case everyone has been on the edge of their seat waiting for another episode to come out. I am perfectly fine. I have not been in the hospital. I have not had an accident. I've just wanted to take a little break from my podcast. But today is a very special day, and I thought it would be worth coming on Today, however, is a big day in the cerebral palsy community because it is World Cerebral Palsy Day. Now, World Cerebral Palsy Day was created by the Cerebral Palsy Alliance back in 2012. Now, their mission for the World Cerebral Palsy Day is to bring together people living with cerebral palsy, their families, allies, supporters, and organizations across many countries to make sure that the future is bright for children, families, and adults with cerebral palsy, and also to make sure that they have the same rights, access, and opportunities just like anywhere in the world. Okay, this is what I'm going to do now. I thought it would be fun to interview myself with questions relating to cerebral palsy because over the years I've received countless questions from adults to kids and I thought that this would be a cool, fun way to bring more awareness to not only cerebral palsy but to share more about my life experience with you all. So, first question, what kind of CP do I have? I have what's called spastic diplegia. It is the most common type of CP, and it's resulting from damage to the cerebral cortex. The spastic part just means that I have muscle tightness. Sometimes my movements in my legs can be jerky, uh, and I have joint stiffness from time to time, but you know the diplegia part is both legs are affected. Everything from the thigh up, thankfully, works, and I'm very um, grateful for that. Second question, what is it like living with CP? I think living with CP, at least for me, it would be very similar to be living without a disability because I pretty much can do everything minus a backflip or a handstand. Now, I have issues with my balance because I use forearm crutches and I use a wheelchair, but for the most part, I can do a lot of things, like 99% of things that a able-bodied person can do. Now, the interesting thing with CP is that everybody with CP, it affects them differently. So, 
you know, another person that I might meet online or in person, their experiences are going to be totally different than me. I'm sure there are people with CP that can do a handstand or a backflip. Those are just two things that I can't do. And, you know, it was funny because uh, I recently went on a trip to Chicago to the Abilities Expo, which if you haven't been following my podcast for a while, the Abilities Expo is a disability trade show that goes to different cities every few months or so. And so I met with, I met up with my friend Lindsay from um, North Carolina. Lindsay's an awesome person. She has a company called um, Advocation so that help employ individuals with disabilities. But I met up with her and one night we were having a conversation about just people that I knew with CP and like all the cool stuff they're doing. And I was telling Lindsay like, man, you know, I, I just feel like I'm so boring. Like I'm the most boring person with CP because I don't have a huge following on social media. Like I'm not an actor. I don't like jump out of planes or I don't know. I just, there's not something that I can be like, yeah, this makes me stand out. Like, you know, she called it like a stick. Like I don't have a stick. And then as we were talking, she's like, you're just like average. And that wasn't an insult. I was like, you're kind of right. I am just like, I'm average. And she's like, well, that maybe could be your shtick. You could just be average. And because she's very smart and witty, she's like, you could be like Traveridge. And I was like, that's cool. Traveridge. Yeah. So, you know, what is it like living with CP? I don't know. I just, I think that it's very similar to living without a disability. Third question, what is the best part about CP? Well, I would say there's two things. First would be pre-boarding on an airplane because that is just one of the coolest things to not have to wait in line to get in your seat. Second, handicap parking. You wouldn't believe how many people want to be my friend when I tell them that I have a handicap placard. Get front row parking everywhere you go. I mean, it's just really, really, really cool. Let me tell you. Third question, what is the worst part about cerebral palsy? Now, the low-hanging fruit, now it wouldn't just be for uh, people with CP, I think the, I mean, the easy answer would be like insurance companies, like they suck. But I think it's the upkeep of my body. Because as I get older, as you know, we all age, but people with CP, they age differently. And so keeping up with stretches and physical therapy and all the different modalities that are out there to make sure that my legs are healthy because I don't want to be like 50 years old and my legs just being a mess. Like I want to make sure that, you know, they are in shape to the best of their ability. And it can be difficult because my legs are tight a lot of the time. 
So I have to go to the doctor every three months for Botox injections for my right leg, or I'll take a muscle relaxer called Baclofen to help relax the spasticity, or I will do tri-needling. There's so many different things out there that can positively impact um, the quality of life for somebody with CP. How has CP impacted your life? I think that I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't have done things that I've done if it wasn't for cerebral palsy. Given a TEDx talk, being able to start groups at my colleges, to share my life experiences with cerebral palsy. Like if I didn't have it, would I be passionate about it? Probably not, but you know, who's to say? Everybody listening right now is with to this podcast is because of my cerebral palsy and my life experiences. I think the negative parts is just making sure that my mind is in a positive space because I think that if your if your mind is in a like depressive or anxious state relating to your cerebral palsy, it's just going to have like a trickle down effect and you're not going to want to do certain things and you know you want to make sure that you do all the steps that you need to to make sure that your your mind and your body are in sync with each other it's like best that it can but i've had a lot of great experiences with my cp like because of my cp which leads me to my next question what is a memory that stands out to you originally I was going to bring up a memory from, I don't know, like middle school or something like that. But there was a recent situation um, that I was in and I thought this is um, this is worthy of sharing on the podcast. About a month ago, I was with my parents and we went to visit um, my dad's friend and we went to this house where my dad's friend was at and it was actually his dad's house and um, there were a lot of people there one man in particular he um, introduced himself to me i actually forgot his first name but i do know his last name and that's important in the story so he um, told me the last name and his last name is matusi and i was like okay and you know, he's sitting next to me drinking his beer and then he points to my legs because I had my my um, AFO, my braces on. And he asked what they were for. And I said, oh, I have cerebral palsy. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. I said, my daughter has cerebral palsy. And I had to think for a second because I, I knew that his last name was Matusi. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds familiar. So then I said, is your daughter's name Maddie? And he goes, yeah. And so I went into my phone and in 2014, I was an assistant camp director for the only adaptive sports camp in the state of New Mexico for children and adults or adolescents, not adults, adolescents with physical disabilities. And I, um, I remember one of the campers there 
her name was Maddie. And I knew that she had CP because she used a walker. And because I was the assistant camp director, I knew what all the campers had in terms of disabilities. So I pulled out the picture that I had and I showed it to him and he's like, oh, that's her. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. And so he begins to tell me that Maddie, she's in college right now and that she wants to work as a a teacher or an educator. And I was like, man, that's really awesome. So I go to the restroom and when I come back, he had gotten kind of emotional and got like red and he was telling the people while I was in the bathroom that man he's like that's so cool that you know he's able to walk and do these things and like that's how I want you know my daughter to grow up as and and be like I just thought it was the coolest thing that I was able to impact not only his daughter's life at least I hope I've impacted his daughter's life positively but just his life knowing that there's somebody that's 34 years old that's made a a living and that's independent and has done things. And so, you know, I, you know, that is a memory that stands out to me as um, at least something that's been recent. Next question, does your family treat you any different? There are so many ways I can answer this. Um, Short answer is no. Um, Any different than somebody that doesn't have a disability? Any different than somebody that would have spina bifida? You know, I think that's one of the many great things about my family, even the ex- my extended family, is the fact that my disability rarely gets brought up. I don't remember the last time I was in a conversation with any of my close or extended family about cerebral palsy. And I just think it's cool to be in an environment where I can go and I can just kind of forget about having cerebral palsy. Not everybody can do that, especially individuals who might be in a wheelchair full time or the majority of their time. And I, I'm just I'm just grateful for the ability to have relationships with my family, you know, my brother you know, my parents, that they they treat me just like they treat each other, which is great. And yeah, there's not much else to say about that. Besides yourself, who are some really cool people with CP? Now, this question I can answer with great confidence because... I've met some of these people in real life or I follow them on social media. So first, there is Chelsea Bear, who was on my podcast a couple years ago. She grew her social media following on Instagram. I'm going to botch the number. I don't have it. um, I don't have the correct number, but I think she had like 50,000 Instagram followers at one point. It may even be lower than that. And then she started making making reels and all these cool things, and it grew to like two hundred over two hundred fifty thousand followers on Instagram. She makes all these great positive Instagram posts and stories and all that cool stuff. So definitely uh, check out Chelsea Bear. A second person is RJ Mini 
Now, he is known for his role in Breaking Bad as Walt Jr. Now, I've met RJ Mitty in person. Really great guy. Fun fact about him. In the show, he uses forearm crutches like me, but in real life, he doesn't use crutches. I just thought it was cool that he brings that representation of like assistive devices to show other people with CP live. Next person, his name is Reed Davenport. I've talked with Reed. I've had one conversation with him. He is a filmmaker, I want to say, in San Francisco. He just had a documentary released called I Didn't See You There. I haven't seen the documentary. I think it's only being screened in person. Uh, Some of this information may not be totally correct, but yeah, I think Reed is really cool because he's not letting his disability prevent him from making stories and content that are really powerful, not only to the disability community, but others that have CP. Next is Jim Kramer. Now, Jim was also on my podcast uh, two years ago. He has CP. I don't remember. He might have spastic diplegia, but he has a really cool project called the Lego Church Project, where he makes churches out of Legos. I'm like stating the obvious here, but he makes really cool um, churches. I think he's on his 26th season now. He posts all of his pictures on Instagram. I don't know. Um, He posts all of his pictures on Facebook, so definitely check him out. Now, the last two I want to bring up, they are similar in the ways that they're both comics. Andy Imlay, he is a comic in Indiana, really funny guy. He was also on my podcast. And Josh Blue, who won Last Comic Standing, he is um, also a very funny comic. I've met Josh Blue in person. He's had a number of specials on Netflix, and his stuff is also on Spotify. But I think Andy and Josh really cool people that use their cerebral palsy in a lighthearted way to bring awareness to the community and they're not afraid to poke fun of themselves. Last question, what do you want to accomplish in the future? Well, I would say that one of the most impactful events that ha- that's happened since 
my last episode in January was becoming an uncle. My niece was born in March. Her name is Kailani, and I just love her so, so much. I was able to visit her a couple times now. My brother and sister-in-law live in um, Denver, Colorado, and yeah, I just... I love her so much. I can't stop saying it. Um, It's really cool to be an uncle. And after she was born, it just kind of got me thinking, like, what's my role going to be, like, moving forward as not only an uncle, but as somebody with cerebral palsy that can give her, like, information and um, be an, an advocate. And so... I think that I think writing a book would be really fun for me because I want to be able to give her as much information as I can. And I know that I'm going to be the first person that she interacts with who have a disability. And yeah, I just want to make sure that she knows as much as she can, not only about cerebral palsy, but about disabilities in general. We can start there with CP and then move forward. I think a book is in my future next. That's the next thing on my list. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for sticking with me through this period of time where I haven't put out an episode. Please be patient as I will be releasing new episodes on a regular basis soon. If you want to stay connected with me, you can follow me on Instagram at OffTheCrutchPod. Same with Facebook. I haven't used Instagram in a while, but you know maybe when Elon Musk buys it, I'll get back on and use it more. So thanks again, and I look forward to coming back on here really soon.